0: Do 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 Here we come, coming. We're getting there. Let me see if it's on. There it is. Yep. All right. Well, it looks like we're okay. Hello, everybody, and welcome to It's the Liquor Talking right here on WCRN AMA 30. Uh, we are broadcasting from Julio's Liquors on Route 9 in Westboro inside the Metro Station, which is uh, downstairs in the, uh, in the bowels of the building, as they, they might say. Um, uh, sad news today, uh, Randall Bird is not feeling uh, well, so he's at home. Wish him a uh, speedy recovery. Uh, filling in the big chair uh, today is uh, Johnny on the spot, Frisky Whiskey himself, John Hendricks. Hello, everybody. Hello. All
1: right. Hope you and, feel better, Randall.
0: Yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah. we we decided that we we're gonna go. We were gonna go on without him, but I, I'm hoping he's feeling better because I, I had a bunch of stuff to talk to him about, but that can wait. We can wait on that one. All right. Well, let's uh let's introduce our uh, next panelist. Uh, let's get his music up. So parting his throng of people, here comes L Ray with his magic bottle. Well,
2: here
0: we go. It's the wine of the week.
2: Ray's got the wine of the week. Stop whining. <laughs> All
0: right, enough of that <laughs> nonsense. Enough of that nonsense. Ray's here. El uh, Ray himself is here, and uh, we, it's time for the wine of the week, Ray. It is. So, uh, what do you have in store for us today? R- Randall's going to be mad because this is Randall has been Randall's education in 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 what he calls sour grape juice. But this has been his education in wine, and he won't really admit it, but I think, I think he's, so. like, all of a sudden, he's starting to get into it. I think so. You think so? Yeah, Johnny, Johnny's yeah. confirming that for me. But what do you get for us today, Ray?
2: I thought I'd uh, today show a wine that I want to give a little love to. Uh, it's not Cabernet. It's not Merlot. It's a grape called Tanat. Tanat. And Tanat, give you a little, uh, quick little uh, summary of Tanat. Uh, it got its beginnings in southwestern part of France, in an area called Mataron. It's basically a medium-bodied wine, very aromatic. Extremely Uh, aromatic. Um, And it's like Malbec, which came out of Bordeaux and found its way to Argentina, and Argentina adopted it as its national wine. Well, the country of Uruguay uh, found Tanat, and right now it uh encompasses about 1,700 hectares. I won't say acres, but hectares. So it's the national grape of uh, Uruguay. And I thought today we'd give it a little love. And today's star of the day is the producer called Garzon. And it's a reserve Tanat 2020 vintage. It retails for $1,699. Okay. And uh, so a little, a little bit about this particular wine uh as i mentioned to john very aromatic on the nose uh, you know what it
0: sounds like when you open a box of sun made raisins yeah.
2: yeah yeah right yeah yeah absolutely just
0: right at you that you get that like that that um sweet but spicy and dark and, and i just immediately made it's yeah. the, the color of the wine too but it just i used usually think of like dark yeah like dark fruits
2: yeah, and stuff the first thing you notice is the right. color that, that almost purple color uh, you get a lot of red and black fruit, uh, specifically cherry, raspberry, blackberry. Yeah, well, a little currant in there, yeah, too. Yeah, and, spi- and currant. And, uh, spice. Like you said, spice. And uh, like I said, medium bodied. It, it's full in the mouth. Uh, years ago, uh, when this wine was made in France, it was highly tannic, and you really couldn't drink it right away. It was used
0: more for blending, I would assume, then. It right? was a
2: blending grape. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so in Uruguay, they tamed it they've tamed it with 21st century technology uh using extended barrel aging better grapes uh
0: well they gave us some love they, they basically said a- absolutely. you know
2: they want people to enjoy the wine right now and so we just opened this at like 10 o'clock this morning and it's drinking fine so it's a
1: scientifically fortified wine this is not fortified, not fortified right? Not, 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 not right but no, scientifically yeah. Yes, yeah, so, yeah they, they they they've
0: used science and they use other stuff to to get it to this point. Because if I remember, this was one of those ones where if you're if you're uh, if you're blending in, in your it was one of those things that they would use if you're you were blending and you couldn't get the wine to have as much it needed body and needed flavor and needed depth, right. you would add a. It wasn't a lot. You'd yeah. add a small amount of this uh, grape varietal in there to sort of boost up everything. The whole. Um, Whatever you were making.
2: And it's But it's
0: not one of the original like Bordeaux uh grapes no, though. No, this, where where hey, would they where would they use this?
2: Uh this was originated in the southwest part of France in, okay. a, in a region called Mataron.
0: Well that sort of makes sense though, because yeah. that I mean, not that they're identical um climates, but they're similar. Yeah. South of France is 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 a similar, warmer climate, like that would Uruguay would probably be so closer Uruguay that.
2: uh is it elevation
0: too? your ways up there's elevation
2: there's mountains uh close proximity to the atlantic ocean Mm the southern part of the atlantic ocean so you're getting that moderating temperatures so it's basically warm to moderate uh rainfall is never an issue there's always plenty of plenty of rain so uh you
0: you know what's funny though When you say that it's like uh rainfall is never an issue but Usually, that stress. If if there's no rainfall, it stresses the vine, right? You right. get more of a concentration of fruits and flavors. If there's a lot of rainfall, it tends to be it almost waters down. This this is probably the result of that having extra water, uh, rainwater in in uh, water for the vines mm-hmm. that yeah. most other grapes would just sort of like I don't know dr- flavor would drown away.
2: They'd drown away, and they but they need eat.
0: this like they'd... big intense grape varietal, right? And that's probably more than anything else. That's what makes this now taste um, delicious.
2: And uh, just for you know anybody uh, who I, I wish people would come in, taste this wine. It's really no, really you definitely
0: good. just you got to taste this. It's this out- is out- actually really good.
2: We also have a, upstairs uh, some new world tonight, and by that I mean uh, in the United States and California. Yeah, uh, there are winemakers who are experimenting. Uh, with plantings of Tanat and they're making wines from California using Tanat. So this grape. might be
0: a grape that we're going to start start hearing more about. That. You're going
2: to start hearing more about it. Uh, I think we have, off the top of my head, I want to say maybe three domestic Tannats upstairs, and that's something for people to try as well. You might see a little different, you know, Variations. flavor component to it right. because it's different climate, different soil, but. So So give us the name of this one again. So the the wine, the producer is Garzon, and it's a 2020 vintage. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a reserve. And by that, I mean this is truly a reserve in South America and in Europe. uh, The governmental laws regulating the term reserve are, in fact, reserve as opposed to California. So it's a...
0: What does that mean for reserve? They have to hold it back in a barrel for more than Uh, so much time? There's
2: several different factors that go into uh, reserve. It could be uh, the regulation of uh, the amount of grapes per hectare. It could be the uh, amount of barrel aging. It could be the quality of the grapes they're using. Uh, In California, the term is very, very loose. It's not governed by any authority at all. So people can slap reserve on it. It means nothing.
0: It's in, fluffery, in, as Randall would say.
2: Yes. But in California and South America, it does mean something. Right. So it's 2020 vintage, reserved tonight, 16.99. The producer is Garzon. And as a matter of fact, we have a couple of older vintage of this, 18 and 19, 2018, 2019, hmm. upstairs, very little. A couple of bottles of each maybe. But uh, it'd be interesting to try those as opposed to the-
0: It's really market. cold outside. Really cold. <laughs> come down, see Ray. Yeah. Uh, you know what's great about the liquor store? The weather's always perfect inside a liquor store. That's yes, right. it is. Uh come down, see Ray. Um you can Ray's gonna have this open, is gonna go you're gonna have it open that's gonna go on the machines, right?
2: Yeah, it's gonna go on the machine. Uh so sixteen ninety nine, if my math is right. With the 15% discount we're offering this week, hmm. it'll come down to 14.48.
0: So under 15 bucks, anyways.
2: Under 15 dollars.
0: That's a nice wine for yeah. under 15 bucks. You know,
2: give it a try. It's, like yeah. I said, it's not Cabernet, it's not Merlot, it's not Syrah, but when you try it, you're probably going to end up loving it. So, and speaking of love, that's what we're doing. We want to give it a little love. Yeah. In January, it's nice wine.
0: It's the- <laughs> now Randall has accused you of. Um, <laughs> bringing wines down that I would like so that I bring them home for dinner at night when the <laughs> lovely Jennifer makes me dinner. I know for a fact we're having roasted chicken tonight. Oh. And I, I am sort of a, I, you know, with chicken, I, I do tend to drink white wines, not reds. Right. However, you've done it again, Ray. Yes. I'm going to bring it, So <laughs> This is the red wine I'm going to have with my chicken. So, all right. So uh, uh, Ted's telling us we're going to take a break. If yep. if you're uh, If you're listening to us on the radio, um we're gonna we're gonna be taking a little break if you're watching us on facebook uh, good lord thank you very much but uh stay tuned we have the show within the show and uh you can you can continue to watch us And i think ray can, you can stick around Ray. sure ray's gonna stick around I'm we're gonna good. torture ray as we when we yeah. come back so yeah. awesome that's always good yeah
1: like it so i have to say that's the first thing I've been able to taste in weeks, mm. like fully taste and appreciate. Johnny,
0: it. Johnny's getting over COVID. Oh. Get, for those of you who don't know, John oh. is. Uh, if you look him up online, on like Facebook and stuff, he is Frisky Whiskey. He does some great reviews of whiskeys.
2: I John recently got <laughs>
0: COVID, five weeks, oh. and uh, he has sort of lost most of his uh, his taste buds, and, and which has freaked me out. Yeah, it really freaked me out. It, Really, there's a couple things like going around right now. I mean, I know you got – you ended up with COVID. Yep. Um, you know, other people have been complaining that they're not getting COVID, but they're getting sick.
1: Yeah, there's a lot. Of and there's
0: some and stuff, stuff that's really that. like lingering and stuff like that. So – um uh mucinex I want. I gotta buy a stock in mucinex because I, I to swear to God, everybody I talked to is taking mucinex for something, whether it's COVID or or whatever else that is going on. And that's one of the only things that seems to. It, uh...
1: It's been a godsend for me. Like it's been keeping me going like these last two weeks. <laughs> I take the twelve hour. The- now the downside of that is is I have not been drinking enough water with that.
0: You do. It does. It does it dehydrate you. Out yeah, out, yeah, it on, does really. dry oh, you up. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna have that. Um. Last week, did you get to try? Did you, um, Ray, I can't remember. Yeah, you were here all the time. You get to try that traveler yes. whiskey. Yes, so I just want to bring everybody up to date. We're not on the radio, so it's perfectly fine. So, there was uh, to buy uh, the best price on, um, on traveler, it was a pretty big drop. And this basically works out to almost a barrel's worth of the product. Johnny, you have your thing there. Yeah. This is the uh, whiskey from Buffalo Trace and uh Chris Stapleton, uh, the. It, eight times grammy winning award-winning artist chris stapleton and they're putting out this stuff and it's 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 blended whiskey um good we tried it last week um i thought it was i thought it was nice i mean it wasn't like you know again it, it it's the retail on the suggested retail is like forty dollars it's what i would expect from a forty dollar whiskey yeah. it, it wasn't terrible at all it wasn't but it wasn't like oh my god i can't believe this is that's whiskey and um, so we actually did a um, a presale. I said everybody's going to have this stuff, and I, I'm worried. This is part of Bill, being a store, owner. You're worried because you're bringing you're bringing in a lot of stuff. We're sold out instantly. <laughs> we sold out of it. We Please. we did a presale on it. We we got our our stuff in. It's not. It hasn't even hit the building
1: if, yet. In fact, we had customers that watched the radio show last saturday when yeah. we were talking about it they came into the store and was like hey do you have any more of that sample yeah left? we did have a sample we have a little bit we have a little bit left the sample. how interested in it they were and everybody's been asking about it since so it's like
0: it's been it's been it's been crazy but yeah. but the thing is is get, everybody's going to remember too is uh i think it's important if you like chris stapleton or you're a buffalo trace fan and stuff like that you want to you want a bottle of this i get it sure. that, that, that that makes sense but they're, they're producing this. There's no, like, this isn't an allocated product. So I think you're, I think you're going to pretty much find it. I think it's going to matter of what price you're going to get it at. You know, like who's gonna. It should be, it should run around $40. So it's a little bit lower, a little bit higher than that. You're, you're if you see it out there, you're fine. I'm not saying to come to Julio's or whatever like that, but you're fine. If you're around $40, you should, um, you should be fine uh, getting that. So I just, I just thought that was funny that like uh, I was so worried about it. And it's like, okay, uh, moving on. (laughs) <laughs> all right i'm gonna do the um i'm gonna read you guys the question of the show and when we come back we'll i'll read it for the audience and uh and uh we'll do it for the radio so which of the f- 30 seconds so here we go which of the following is a colorless scandinavian liqueur Lug, aquavit Lutefish, or aquaman so i think you lost one of them run there so what is the following is a colorless scandinavian liqueur and we're going to come back Hello, everybody, and welcome back to it's the liquor talking right here on WCRN AMA 30. Randall's um, feeling a little under the weather; uh, he's not in there today. But uh, uh, <laughs> Johnny on the spot, frisky whiskey himself, John John Hendricks is here joining us, and of course, we also have uh, the grape one himself, El Ray uh, Ray Schaefer is uh, is here uh, to uh, to regale us. We just drank some great wine. Thank you, Ray. Now um I figure I would let you stay f- uh, for the rest of the show if you if you if you have time. I do. Um I do. which means that you get to get involved in the larceny question of the show. Uh-oh. And it's not a wine one this time. Uh-oh. So you, I, 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 I I you know I've been I've been spoon-feeding you <laughs> yeah. Ran, to Randall's dismay. I've been spoon-feeding you wine questions that I knew Listen, I got an expert here. Why wouldn't I do some wine questions? He's going to at least give me the answer better than the cards are going to get, right? So okay. The Larsen question of the show today is: Which of the following is a colorless Scandinavian liquor? Okay, A. Glug, B. Aquavit, C. Lutefisk or D. Aquaman? If well, anybody answers D, I'm going to hit you. <laughs>
1: this this is this is a tough one. So. I've had Aquavit before, and I'm pretty sure that had color in it. It had, like, herbals. So okay. I'm going to so, go
0: with C. C. Lutefisk. 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 I'm probably saying that wrong, but what do you think, Ray?
2: Well, this is a little, a little out of my realm, but I'm, I'm going to say Aquavit.
0: Aquavit. Okay. The studio audience, um, let's see. Uh, uh, a couple of them, they're all, they're all saying Aquavit, Aquavit today. All right. The answer, of course, is Aquavit. Aquavit. All right, and, and I'm going to explain why you got confused. Okay, but here, in order to achieve this uh, potent Scandinavian potable, pure grain alcohol is diluted with water before steeped in flavoring agents such as dill, caraway, orange peel, and cumin. Yep. About 22 in all. Like so many spirits, Aquavit was once thought to be a medicine that could cure everything from headaches to stomach cramps. Glug is a Scandinavian mulled wine punch served hot and spicy. It's a little bit more than a uh, mulled wine thing that stuff is like deadly they put they put straight alcohol in that too so that's that's pumped up but w- reason why johnny is there's um there's a couple uh those aqua beats that like Linny that they run across the uh uh that's they put it about. in ships and they run it across the uh equator and then back up yeah. so it's got barrel aging on it wow. which gives you that color that you you are that's, there, that's you're that's talking about. At the bottom, yeah it's but, a little bit so, off yeah. but most of them are just straight, yeah. straight stuff equator. They are, um, I think the most predominant flavor that you will get if you ever try Aquavit straight is caraway seed. Yeah. That really is the predominant flavor that you get from these. I will, I'm going to give you a little bit of a hint too, um, a little bit of uh, uh, stuff that you could do uh, DIY Um, at home is I substitute a lot of times Aquavit for vodka and Bloody Marys.
1: Oh, hey.
0: Okay, because Bloody Mary is all about the spices.
1: Now you're adding flavor,
0: flavor to flavor, <laughs>
1: flavor to flavor.
0: Um, so uh, if you ever, if you have a bottle of Aquavit, and you're curious to try it, it's great. Um, what's great about a lot of stuff now that we keep talking about is you can go to the people's websites and products websites and find a bunch of recipes of how to serve, uh, how to use it in a cocktail, um, these type of things. Um, so if you ever have some Aquavit and also looking for another way to do it, again. Doing it, uh, using it in a Bloody Mary is is quite satisfying.
1: We have several on the shelf.
0: We here. do, we do. We oh, actually, cool. we actually, we sell it pretty much all year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is funny. People come in. Usually the holiday times is in the winter times. No, no, it's like we come from the end, uh, the land of ice and snow. Yeah, 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 yeah right. <laughs> I was listening to the immigrant song earlier this week. Don't ask me why, but I was. Um, and uh, so there you go, Aquavit, and the color of Scandinavian liquor. All right. Wow. There you go. Did you learn anything? you had the right answer so
2: i had the right yeah <laughs> <laughs> i did it was a good
0: guess john good john, guess. john john well john you were was, right you you, you know what like I sometimes you color. talk you, yeah, you sometimes yeah. you talk yourself out of what yeah. you think you know the answer right. yeah but i've seen it. it's not colorless Is right that so uh matter of fact somebody called us out uh uh last week and they rightfully so uh it wasn't anything too big we were talking about um rape color um and then the wine color and the contact with the skin right it it it's um and i should probably point it out it's it's not Totally colorless, um, the 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 juice off a of grape. It's not totally colorless, but from what you see being pressed, the juice itself to the final product, which is usually red, if you're doing a red wine, it's very different. Totally, and and I it, yeah. and it might not be totally clear colorless, but it is. It's a good distinction to make. And, yeah, and you know the the it, it was no uh, he wasn't upset that we said it. He was just. I think this is like one of those type of things. He's right, and it, it, but it, but it, what it, you see when you start and what you get at the end is like there's a it's huge, huge difference. So um we still need to do that. I think, right? I What's still that? Like, is we'll have to bring some colorless stuff in here that has a lot of flavor. Try that out. Hmm. Maybe some. I know we can do white dog, which is which is whiskey or unaged whiskey. I know Calvados has a. Uh, I mean, a, um which is uh, Armagnac and uh, Cognac do the same thing. Uh, we got a we colorless, uh, uh, age-less age rye, you can, so you can sort of do those type of things. I think it'd be Aquavit. interesting. Aquavit, we can do that too. <laughs> not the one that's been thrown on. We, we learned that today, yes. John. Very good. Um, uh, oh, before we go any further, I should probably mention a couple things that we have coming up. And I want to tell you about the, uh, the trip that I just took. So there are a couple things coming up. Um, this is actually the one... Uh, uh, and uh, as the weeks go on, I'll be talking more and more about Go Whiskey Week, which is uh, going to be February 26th through March 3rd.
1: My favorite week of the year. Favorite
0: week of the year. And we have events every night culminating on the weekend. This time it'll be the, uh, the second and the third. We'll have a radio show. We'll have three seminars. We have a meet and greet that night. We have the Grand Dram the next day. But each night of the week, we're going to have something. So this is actually the, f- the first one that we're letting you know about because you can actually get in on it now. Um, we're going to do a dinner at Fireflies, uh, bourbon dinner at Fireflies, from 6 to 9 on Tuesday, February 27th, featuring Hirsch bourbons and five courses for $80. Tax and gratuity are included in this, too. So um, you can call uh, Fireflies. You can go to their site. I'm sure they got it popped up there. But you can call them at 508-357-8883.
1: And I have to say, for someone who's attended some of these dinners at Firefly, it's Funder, insane. You get you get your money's worth and then huh. some. The amount of food I know that comes out of there and you know it's insane. Are, oh my god, it's like it's a little wow. slice of heaven going on.
0: So you can get this. Like this what's summer. great is you can, you can actually. This is one of the events for that week. Fireflies has got everything ready. They're going to start selling it. So I said, Yep, yeah, go right ahead, start yeah, it out. Okay, so okay, that perfect. Tuesday night, and learning about it now um i'm sure the people that were there on the last one i didn't get a, a full feedback from randall but there was a snowstorm i was away uh, i'm gonna talk about that in a minute but i was away and r- uh, randall did that dinner i think there was only like two cancellations e- even with the weather I so um uh, that one was uh, Sazerac in and buffalo trace which was uh, sure like phenomenal the, the
1: perfect night to call up uber get me there I'm yeah like- <laughs> if you're watching us on fa-
0: if you're watching us on facebook um uh, Cousin Vinny just threw up the reserve online. It's in it's in the feed right now, so that you can uh, you can click on that directly. But that those bourbon dinners are are unbelievable, and it's going to be Hirsch. And I will let you know. I will let you know that we're going to have uh, uh, Kevin eslin is going to be there, who is the master from Hirsch. Hirsch. He's the master blender for Hirsch. Wow. So he's going to be there that night. So it's that's shaping up to be fantastic. That's fabulous. one of the other things that's coming up too, Johnny. You have it. I I, I messed up. You have. I oh, gave myself two copies of that one here so John can have that one. Um Allagash, uh Thursday February 8th 6 p.m. to 7:30 p.m. we're having uh the brewmaster Jason Perkins is going to be here at the store. You definitely um you definitely want to uh if is you're down here? Yes, yeah, be down here. Down here at the metro station. Um you definitely if you're uh I, my wife's thinking going cuz she's a big Allagash fan. Um they make great beers from up in Maine, but he's going to be here. The brewmaster, Jason Perkins, is going to be here Thursday, February 8, uh, 6 p.m. to 7.30. Go to JaleelsLiquors.com. Look up Tasting Events, and uh, just fi- you'll find it. You can click it there and, and take it away from there. Heck, but,
1: heck yeah. I, I did a tour of the Allegash Brewery. It's, it's in insane. It's, it's such a beautiful facility. Everything yeah, they gorgeous. do just
0: a fantastic job. All right, so this past week when I left you guys on Saturday – uh, Sunday, I flew down uh, to Florida with my daughter. Took care of some stuff there. Then I flew to Denver from Florida. That talk about a change in temperature, right? I flew from Florida from here to Florida to Denver um, and to Fort Collins to uh, see the uh, great people at Old Elk. Um, Greg Matz, of course, and 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 Mel Maddox, who's their master blender there. Uh, we're going to be we're working on a project there. Um, so I get to go to Fort Collins. It's actually my first time uh, seeing outside of the Denver airport. because <laughs> I've only ever like made connecting flights through there. Um, Fort Collins, by the way, is uh, fantastic.
1: Is it like visiting the North Pole?
0: Um, no, it's not. By the way, it was colder here than it was at Fort, in it Fort is. Collins. Yeah. Uh, I For some reason, I hit the two warmest days that they've had. It was like negative 7 or 12 degrees like the day before I got there, and it was like – 40, 40s and low 50s on the two days I was there. Not so bad. I was like not, not bad. bad. And then I flew out and it was getting cold again I go, I I had,
1: I had images of Everybody that. had to
0: thank me yeah. cuz for making the nice weather. So it really was beautiful. Um the 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 town itself is really great. But so I go to Old Elk um I, listen I I love these guys. Mel Maddox is I utmost respect she is doing a phenomenal job there. Greg is the master uh, is the master distiller. Right. And he's doing a lot of, he's working with a lot of blends. Mel is the master blender. And I had an argument, an, not an online argument, but like I said, Oh, Mel's going to be here. And like, no, no, it's Greg. <laughs> yes. It's Greg too. Um, but the, the, the team mentality that they have at old elk really, I think when I'm visiting there really, really struck me, it's a team, it's a team effort. Everybody wins and fails as the team. And, uh, so I got to go there, and we're working on a project. And if you follow me on, it's, um, uh, on my uh, Instagram, Instagram page, uh, which is Whiskey Journeyman, no E in whiskey, Whiskey Journeyman, you're going to see pictures of the process that we were going through. So um, I'm going to let you guys try this. this, is, this I, I, I can go in further into, into depth. What we did is we narrowed down um, the four barrels we were going to use. And it was basically trying a bunch of, trying a bunch of stuff and then narrowing it down. I'll talk a little bit about this when we go to break, and then I'll come back and finish it up. But uh, <clears throat> our first our first thing was to pick barrels that we were going to use for this very specific blend, celebrating our 50th anniversary. Um, Old Elk wanted to be involved with that, um, so it was great. So we just started going through barrels, finding stuff of flavor components that we were in our minds. We would start matching up what we were going to do, and then uh, we we ended up with... Uh, four barrels that we were going to use in this blend, uh, hopefully use in this blend, because sometimes things don't work out the way you think they are yeah, in this blend, and and worked with those. So when we come back, I will uh, I will I will talk to you further about that, and I got a surprise for you. We're going to actually get to try it. So, um, so th- this is it's. You want to take us out, Johnny? I was going
1: to say this is it's the liquor talking. WCRN Radio AM eight thirty on your dial. We'll see you on the other side
2: there
0: we go all right we're gonna come back i do want to talk to you guys about the whole um old elk thing but we're still in um we're in um dry january so dry january well i know i know i'm being a contradictory person i get it i get it you can call me out you can call me out on my uh My duplicity, my hypocrisy.
1: One of the things I wanted to, since we're still on the old elk thing too, just just really briefly. We're going to go back to it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you were talking about that photo that you had posted on Instagram of you and the team, so I was confused by that, right? We talked about that a little while ago. I thought it was you maybe with a bunch of other customers. I didn't realize that that was a whole team of old elk people right which is just super cool and fascinating to me right because i had a little bit of that experience when i went to compass box back when with greg Glass and their whole team um so that that was just it, it gave me some goosebumps to like see like a little bit of a sliver into what you were doing there which is awesome
0: yeah this is something this is something listen we've been supporters of old elk since the inception um you know first time in massachusetts uh uh mike connell a good friend of buyers was the one that really kept telling us about this product and we started tasting stuff from them and when we came in we we were one of the first people that jumped on um to bring in their products because first of all greg metz is the guy we'll we'll get into that so um anyways so um we've been trying some of the non-alcoholic products we have a new section upstairs as a matter of fact it made the local paper
1: all right that we
0: now have a non-alcoholic section upstairs. As you walk in the store, if you go immediately to your left, you'll see the awnings. You go in that room, there's a whole section. We've taken all the stuff that we have, non-alcoholic wines, beers, spirits, anything like that. We put them all together in one convenient, easily place to shop. One-stop shopping. One-stop shopping. So this is ish. We've been trying stuff. So this would be like vodka-ish. Ish. or ish gin ish right yeah. but they make some pre-mixed cocktails and i think that's some of the way to go so this is ish this is non-alcoholic pre-mixed cocktail mojito
1: mojito i was gonna so. say i got citrus and mint right off the nose well, right away well you're you're coming back johnny was like wow, wow.
0: <laughs> oh this is delicious you know what this needs some alcohol no that <laughs> that, that actually this is really well this put is, together it is very well put together
1: now I'm I'm really surprised by that because just knowing how those products started and drinking them back like a few years ago. Yeah, it's they've totally really changed. come along. Yeah, absolutely a real full
2: circle. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That this is, nice. is not
1: a
0: hard one to do because the flavors are so prominent in a mojito. The rum is almost secondary. It's so it's it's there to just add some okay. stuff. And it is it does taste like it's in here. So I think that's good. Hit. What a dish Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, this is Hello, everybody. This is It's the Liquor Talking right here in WCRN AM 30. Randall's feeling a little bit under the weather. He's not with us today, but no problem at all. Johnny on the spot. Frisky Whiskey himself. John, John Hendricks Apparently, is here. Apparently, I
1: have several nicknames. Yeah, you do. Okay. <laughs> Obviously.
0: <laughs> I hate to say it, but, yeah, you do. That's okay. And then we have, of course, because everybody does, El Ray <laughs> is uh, also joining us uh, here, too. The grape one himself. Uh, during the break, we actually um, opened up a bottle, a can, a can of Ish. And I don't know if that sounds right, but that's what it is. It's the Mindful Drinking Company. This is the non-alcoholic uh, pre cocktail. You and sold me. The mo- Mojito. This is really good. I'm going to get
2: one of these. Yeah. I I, I, today. You really pick up the mint. Yeah. yeah.
0: I'm going to say this because it defeats the entire purpose of this, but we have a big non-alcoholic section in the store right now that you can, you can check out. And it's staying there, by the way. So just to ask for it, we've just taken all of our stuff and started to put it together. I go, the only thing missing in this is is it's the alcohol. The alcohol. <laughs> so if you wanted to use this as like a mixer and your your dry January is moist, not dry or damp, as yeah. they might say, um, you could you definitely- could A little definitely shot d- of rum in there. A little right? shot of rum in this if you really wanted to go uh, it, the it, extra step. It,
1: it really has done so well. And I, I was saying to Ryan earlier too, I'm just amazed over the years how far- these mixed cocktails have come. Cause I remember just even a few years ago, they're just, they were just not good. Like nothing about them was right. Yeah. Like they've really dialed in some of these things. They're, they're really good. now. The
0: only thing I have to say for most people that have to understand is, um, a lot of the ones that you're getting, especially on the spirit side, it's supposed to be spirits. spirits yeah. I'm using my air quotes. Um, is that most of those are meant to be components in a cocktail, not necessarily drunk straight. Sure. Um, It will take the place of something that looks like tastes like rum. If you just drink it like you think you would drink a rum straight, no. But if you add it in the cocktail, it does give you some of those flavors that you're used to when you have a cocktail that has rum in it. Uh, much like this this is you know yeah. uh, you you in your head already put rum in this one but i mean but even the spirits ones those those are really met and we're working on that too chef elena eisenhower uh, uh who uh, is a friend of ours she's actually started taking some of the products we've been giving her some of the products and she's going to be doing um something she's going to call mocktail mondays i
1: have so so
0: she um she's going to actually put some stuff together um and we're kicking this off for uh, for January because it's dry January. Sure. Or I say dry January, but it's dry January. But th- we're not getting rid of the section. The section isn't just we're kicking it off because it makes sense sure. to do it for, for uh, dry January. But this, the the section is going to stay yeah. uh, upstairs. So you're going to be able to to do this all do this all year. Um, it's just not it's just not for you know it's just not for breakfast anymore type thing. Yep. It's 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 staying. So you could definitely check it out anytime you want. And we're going to put more and more info. In there too. So the, so the stuff with Chef Alina, yeah,
1: like specifically, are they are these just going to be podcasts? Are you going to have people? She's going to
0: have. We're going we're gonna to have her on. We're going to bring her on, but she's going to basically do like um, videos, like a uh, uh, social media stuff. Oh, cool. But she's going to do like put together some cocktails for everybody that they can follow along at home. So we've given her several products. I want she's going to build up her library a little bit to, before she starts. See, yeah, yeah. I course. just got two new bottles. She's coming by to pick up this week, so it's going to be interesting, and I'm I think it's really cool. That, right? yeah, yeah, I think it's going to be really yeah. good. All right, so when when we last left, I was actually talking about uh, my little trip to Old Elk, and uh, Old Elk has got sort of a, a different uh, different beginnings, and I think I have to explain how Old Elk came about. And I've done this before, but I I, I think it's really important because when I started posting that of the, some of the stuff, people goes, "Oh, they have stuff other than MGP because MGP is a big um, a distillery in Indiana." That produces a lot of products for a lot of different people. Uh, and, they, you know, and those people can do stuff with the product. They can barrel it themselves, just age it, just repackage it and sell it. There's, there's a whole litany of ways you can do that. And it's, there's nothing wrong with any of
2: those. Absolutely.
0: But they say, oh, it's just MGP. I think it needs to be um, defined out. So Reg Metz, who's the master distiller, was a master distiller at MGP. The owners of Old Elk went to MGP and said, we want to start a whiskey brand, but we don't want to buy stuff that you already do. We would like custom mash bills for our product. And they started working with Craig Metz on these custom mash bills. So Craig Metz puts these mash bills together. He starts producing. There's only one that's an MGP like uh, staple, which is the rye. Because there's not many people that do rye better than MGP at 95% rye, 5% malted barley. So that's the mash bill for that one. But they did these these specific mash bills that were created by Greg Metz. When they got everything done and and over with, the people at the the owners of Old Elk said, This is all really great. Greg, would you come join us Uh in our new uh what we're gonna do, our new brand, our new thing. We'd love to have you. You came up with the Greg right left, and he went with Old Elk. So everything Old Elk is putting out is all stuff. Yes, it's it just technically happens to be from MGP, but it's from the guy who distilled it right. and came up with the mash bill. So it would be more of like, uh, more akin to what we would call contract distilling, where I could go into a distillery and just basically use their equipment. I'm going to do all my own mash bills. I'm going to do however uh, cut points at whatever points I want all of this type of stuff, and I would make it at a distillery, but the only thing about it that's about that distillery is the fact that it was made there. Everything else about that is, is the person who's doing it. That's contract distilling. It'd be more akin to that than anything else.
1: Following along. Perfectly. You
0: get that? Okay. Yep. So.
1: Yep. so there's a lot of history there with Greg coming over from...
0: MGP. Yeah, the only problem with MGP, MGP never, never touted their master distillers when when bourbon when bourbon took off you know we we know about jimmy russell we know about jim rutledge we know about fred no we know all these other big distilleries said these are the guys that make your whiskey that you love you know uh you know eddie russell you know these are the guys that make all the all the stuff that you know mgp being a big house a big distillery Never touted like Eversol, who's just, like the the king of rye. They ever saw, you know Greg Matz, who's sure. just like it, it, in his own right is a huge. Been in the business forever. It's, it's unbelievable.
1: Dedicated for us, the people life.
0: know in the business, these people yeah. are like gods. Yeah, we they, know that, but dedicated
1: their entire life to right. Nike.
0: But you never really hear ab- ab- about, about them, them to their own detriment. I think they yeah. could have. I think sure. I think they made a mistake not doing that. Yeah. So um, so I went to um, I went to Old Elk. We got all the mash bills there. We got some, a couple other little surprises there. We went through with Mel Maddox and um, uh, went through different barrels, found different things that we saw to light. One of the ones that we liked was actually in an Armagnac cask. And I can't tell you the s- part of the source of the whiskey that's in this Armagnac class, uh, cask. So I will call it Vintage Kentucky Bourbon. Okay. All right, for all intents and purposes. So yep. there's a uh, ammonia cask filled of vintage Kentucky bourbon and the eight-year-old bourbon from Old Elk are already blended together in this cask. Yep. The that? other stuff that we have uh, that we picked out was a wheat whiskey done in Sautern cask, What's a wheat that? whiskey done in Tawny Port, and this incredible barrel of rye uh, from them. So, like, the
1: thing that jumped out immediately to me when you mentioned that earlier was the sauternes cask. I've had plenty of scotches done in sauternes cask, but I don't know if I've ever had a bourbon done in sauternes cask. I know some of the sauternes casks have been in blends with other casks in it as well, but not just a... Well, here's...
0: I'm going to make it even weirder for you, John. It's not... It's not weeded. It's wheat whiskey. Wheat whiskey in so, Yeah. barrel. Yeah. They had a rum one too. It just didn't fit the profile we were looking at. But it was really good. It but sounds it just, exciting. So so we have an ammonial cast finished of two different bourbons put together. Yeah. This is the this is the the palette we're working with. Um and an eight year old bourbon together that the vintage and the eight year old in a cognac cast. We have a Connie pork cast. We have a sautern cast. And those are both wheat whiskeys, by the way. Wow. And then and then we have a rye. So you have bourbon.
1: Those are your components.
0: Wheat, wheat whiskey and I rye whiskey. See. Okay. All so going that. into this 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 well, how are we gonna come up with this. So this, this, is, blend? this is this your is your like, painter's palettes. So correct. So that we said, like okay, that. we're gonna do this. And uh, we started, you know, again, we're going like, Okay, this this vintage plus the eight year old is gonna be our sort of our base. This is gonna take up like It ended up being 50%, but like most of the things will be that. And then we started adding other things to it. Um, The other one's doing, and then it's all about ratios because you want it to do uh, different ratios. So we came up with this. and I'm going to actually, if I can get the top of this, I put it down really hard because I actually snuck it on the plane. Sorry, TSA. I got it by. (laughs) Don't tell anybody. It's a hundred mil. So I think we're okay. Um
1: if that would have been dumped out, I would have been very upset.
0: Yeah, I know I would have too. <laughs>
1: yeah. Actually,
0: I I, I uh, Alex Cottle, who's our, our our rep, she gave me two uh, Mel gave me two of these bottles and I gave one to him and I took the other and I go, we got a 50-50 shot. <laughs> so hopefully both of them make we'll it through make it and there. we'll be okay we'll
1: be okay. Wow, the nose on this is amazing.
0: So um I'll be going through, like I said, if you follow me on Instagram, you'll see. So out of the progression of this, I'm going to start showing, doing, like, photo dumps of progression of what we did. This is the one that just kept standing out, this, this particular um, ratios of, of, of those forecasts. That's a very
1: so, complex nose. I mean, like I said, I haven't been able to smell or taste, but I'm getting all sorts of things out of that, like apricots and, like, musty wood, like, all sorts of just
0: well, uh, taste it at Taste it at your leisure. And see this is an unnamed project as right now, but I get a couple ideas I'm kicking around. But this is um and what we did is we did we worked all day on uh Wednesday getting this all together and then Thursday morning I came back and then we we, we did um we re we reworked it and made sure that the um uh the percentages were exact to make the exact blend that we're going to come up with so all right we're going to take well, how much how much time we got oh, 10 seconds all right we'll be back we got one more segment to go through we'll be back uh right after these messages john you want to take us out of here or you-
1: Sure. you are listening to it's the liquor talking
0: on <clears throat> excuse me radio 8 30 a.m
1: wcrn
0: thank you john we'll see you
1: on the other side I all have right. to say, coming out of my winter slumber, and these are the first things I'm tasting. Wow.
2: Wow. Right.
1: <laughs> that is, is So what do you think? Outstanding.
0: Isn't this really good? It's it really amazing. is. It's really good. We'll come yeah. back. And we'll, I, I don't want to take away because now we're not on the radio. But I guess we could we could, we could could talk right. about well, it.
1: Well, the whole thing is just so exciting, right? So to, to hear it being a whiskey fan and, you know, all these new things going on with blending and being on the forefront of that, right? So like that in itself is exciting. Seeing you with that team was exciting. Me me being a fanboy and all that, but then being able to taste it and realizing like, this is magical. Like you know what's what's coming out and what was done
0: here. I think it's I think it's insanely good. So, um, and I'm not saying because I put this together. Help put this help put this this together. So, basically Wednesday was a day. um, We had Greg Metz down there. We're tasting through everything. We picked the barrels. Greg, come, Greg, Greg's there too. Um, we have uh, Ben, myself, uh, Alex. Uh, of course, Mel is the driving force behind everything. We got it all down there. We're going through the barrels. We said, okay, Mel and I start talking. Like this is what I like. Here's what I'm thinking. Here's what she's thinking. Go, okay, let's start like here. Let's see how that works. And we're trying. We're just doing percentages, sure. so it's yeah. it's all figuring out stuff. Greg's got his computer open up. Because we can, we can, we do it by weights, which is a lot better a more accurate way of doing it. Um, to do like these rough blends, I
1: love the nerdiness. Yeah, it's I'm it's super to. nerdy. Yeah, I love it's it. super nerdy. I love it. So we kind of
0: start playing around with it and we get to, we get to, um, D. So A, B, C, D. So the fourth, fourth one, like now we're starting, we're dialing it in. Yeah, we're dialing it, dialing it. We get to that, uh, D mm-hmm. and I'm like, Wow. And that's what you're tasting now. I'm like, man, oh. Oh. I said, I don't, I don't know. And what I love about this whiskey right now is it's very, very well balanced. It's not only flavorful in depth of flavor. It's very well balanced whiskey. Not a lot of people understand balanced whiskey anymore because we're always, they're always chasing um, extreme flavors. Right. People, whether that, people, the artists, like peat, yeah. whether it be, whether it be peat, whether it be wood spice? Um, those are the big ones in beer. Of course, it's you know how many how many uh, bitterness units you can get with hops. Sure, it's all, it's all this extreme sort of stuff. So when you taste a whiskey, I think that that gets starts closing the the, the ranks and becoming balanced. You can under, start understanding how that sort of works. These all these flavors are working together in a harmonious thing.
1: Yeah, well that that goes that goes with hand in hand with blending, right? So me being a fan of some of these rock stars out there, like Rachel Berry, Dr. Bill Lumpston, you yep. know, there's, there's the, the, yep. the, blenders in the trade, right? Like if I could be anybody in, in the industry, like I would want to have been blender, right? Cause that to me is where like the magic is. So like, you know, to hear this stuff and to see what's coming out of this, I, I think you're right. So like people, I think for the most part are skewed towards those bigger flavors, but that's where the art of the blend is, right? And right. Finding those niches of like flavor. The Japanese do like amazing, amazing stuff. Yeah. So
0: they they make blends of blends. I mean, exactly. they start. They make they make blending components off of like different Amigo blends from
1: Nika. Yeah. Like her master seminar was one of the most amazing things I've ever been. It's to. like
0: you it, think of it as like a reverse, a, a, a upside down pyramid. Yeah. You're starting out there and you're whittling things down till you get to like certain flavor components, and then you're right. putting the flavor components together.
1: Right.
0: So, um, let's um we're going to come back uh on the radio. I just want to I want to tell you just out of the chrono- chronology of like that first day and then how we ended up um and how we made sure that it wasn't just us that thought it was good. Yeah. Um and, and that's out of the thing. So well, let's go back. We're going to go back on the air. Um so stay with us. We're going to go back on the air and I'm going to just pull pull out some other stuff on this and uh well that'll be probably wrap up the show. So let's go. Oh. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to It's the Liquor Talking right here on WCRN AM 830. Um, During the break, if you want to go back and get our podcast, you can get our podcast anytime you want. It's the Liquor Talking. uh, Cousin Vinny will have this this one up uh, shortly. So if you're listening to us on the radio. Uh, go to wherever you get your podcast, Spotify or wherever. Look up "It's the Liquor Talking" and this radio show should be up there this afternoon because we did talk during the break a little bit more about some of the in-depth stuff, and we're going to continue that um, on the Old Elk Project. We're nerding out. We're nerding out. If you're like whiskey, this is the nerds, This is the nerds. Though love it. <laughs> so, um, so uh, I got into Fort Collins at Old Elk on uh, on on uh, Wednesday. And we started, you got to remember, I was up at four o'clock in the morning after being in a hotel, by the way, with no hot water. That's another story. Anyway, so um, I get there at nine o'clock. We leave the airport. It's about an hour drive. By 1030, I'm picking barrels with Mel of what we're going to use in this sort of thing. You can't
1: drink all day.
0: You can't drink it all day unless you start in the morning. That's scientific fact. So we we narrowed down what barrels we were going to use and uh like i said one of them was actually already blended it's an Armagnac barrel that held two different bourbons yeah um and then we picked these other ones the uh wheat whiskeys and we brought those all together so we're working to get this down we get to we get to uh the fourth the fourth um blend that we put together was was uh, D, blend d and that was The one you guys just tried. We did a couple more after that, sure, um, because you always want to make sure that you're sort of honing in on the best you can make with the component parts. But we got, you know, D was far and away, but got late in the day. Started saying, "Okay, pellets are wrecked, bows are wrecked. Let's go get something to eat because I hadn't eaten since like six in the morning. (laughs) I didn't have anything (laughs) all day—a bag of pretzels or whatever. But it was important to get this this work done." It's a tough job. It's somebody. Has I to was do gonna it. say that's a hard you know, job. And we got it. We got it. We got it narrowed down. And said, okay, that's it. Let's. We're gonna break. We're gonna go to lunch. Uh lunch. Dinner. I hit the sack early. We get up the next day. It's Thursday morning. My plane leaves at two thirty. Um, we get up early the next day. Have a little something to eat, Get back down in there. And what Mel had done is uh, with with uh, with Ben. She had put recalibrated make sure all the uh, the blends that we had done and she picked like three of the blends that were the favorites so she had d e and i think one other and then she varied up two blends that she said may work and so she did a couple more blends and we sat down now now we're with the team from old elk yeah um but now there's like i don't know five or six of us in a room we got all the blends done. We poured them all out. Now we're we're all gonna sort of go through and see where we're at. See if anything works. See if anything. When I tell you, everybody gave their like one, two, and three. Everybody's one was the D blend. Yeah. And uh, I, I I like as soon as I it, I'm like, oh my god, this is like ba- this is better than I remembered. From the night before the day before because sure. you get you know you get palate fatigue and yeah of course you know so you're coming in at this fresh you it is like, work it is work people don't understand it, it, actually, it, is, it is actually work. work and by the way we're going to be making enough of this this is part of the julio's liquors 50th anniversary stuff that we're doing yeah. so we're we're, we're we're you know we're making enough of this this is a this is a, a a monetary investment you do not want this to be off or taste badly get your hold cards in folks uh, yeah and if you do have hold cards it wouldn't be a bad one to throw in um because it will be a limited supply so uh we went back just confirmed everything we talked about um uh we had the ceo there luis it was there you know uh mel of course and and gregor there uh, uh uh alex was there uh ben was there we had two other guys that came in super nice guys but they they're involved with the production and everything from Old Bell. So we had a nice panel that you know not one of if one of our pallets was off there was no way anything was getting by us yeah. that type thing and um, they just was like damn that's great now here's the other thing that I have uh, gotten a little extra first of all like what do you guys think awesome it's do you it, like that right love, it.
2: love it's,
0: it's, it that's that's coming from a wine guy
1: yeah I know right he's not it, whining about this oh. no no no. no. <laughs> So I, I've noticed in the couple of minutes that this has been sitting here, that it has opened up even more. Yes, yeah. So I, oh, yeah. I was Absolutely. getting, I was getting a lot of like at first like dark fruits and all sorts. of – Now I'm getting like that rich caramel, butterscotch, vanilla, mm-hmm. even a little bit of like fruits. saline in there, a little salt. Oh my gosh, there. there's this is so much going on, but it's all vibrant, aromatic. I believe is the wine term. Yes. Right? yes. So like I'm getting, there's just so much going on here. I'm excited to like spend time with it, like, yeah, I think, be, I think this is gonna be
0: I think this is gonna go off go. I think this is actually gonna be off the rails i i and matter of fact, I have a couple of things that I've been talking to old Elk about, so I'm gonna be reconferring with them this week coming week, but this is a definite done this is a done project. All it takes all we're gonna be doing now is. Maybe. Mel is going to be blending this uh, together and putting it in and letting it sit together or and married. married together, and then uh, putting this out. Some marriages are made heaven. That's right, exactly. <laughs> or in Fort Collins, <laughs> this is one of, them. or in Fort <laughs> Fort, or Fort, Collins. Fort Collins, Denver. <laughs> so, um, I will, I will tell everybody that, um, uh, it's always great to talk to Greg and Mel, and I said, you know, our Go Whiskey Week's coming up. Uh, would you guys would you guys think about you know and so it looks like for saturday one of the seminars is going to be greg and mel that's doing awesome. one of our saturday seminars wow. and doing uh, a tasting and i know she's gonna i know she's gonna bring this so I, so even if it's not out yet which it probably won't be we'll have a sample of this to do that so if you if you I you're looking it. at things that you want to do for go that whiskey would week one. when you see that one pop up old elk you want to put your name on that one.
1: So let me ask you this question about those guys, right? So yep. I, I know them a little bit from the surface and just being around them from around here. I know they're also whiskey nerds like us. How excited were they? Like, what were their reactions to this?
0: Um, everybody at Old Elk um, was, like, ecstatic that we were doing something like this.
1: Yeah, I could imagine. They, they,
0: like... they, you know, this is something, you know, it's, there's a lot of single barrels being picked. As a matter of fact, I actually, I had an hour to spare before I caught my plane. Uh, um, I said, do you want, do you want a hand Uh, picking barrels? And like, absolutely. So I helped pick some barrels from some, for a couple other um, uh, uh, states. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But help helped pick them out, which was, which was a lot of fun. State stores. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So. uh, Those guys up good. Yeah. So I think it was, it was, it was awesome um and they were just like i said they were very very happy that we were doing something like this everybody's excited about the project about the project and how everything was going and i do you be know, being a nerd i'm excited to
1: hear about like
0: your relationships
1: with them behind the scenes and all of this stuff going on so it's it's just such a cool thing
0: yeah i think it's gonna be um it's gonna be well received and a lot of people i think are gonna really like this yeah I'm all right well i got you guys excited. down here for a little bit Uh, Enough of that. We're going to we're actually going to talk a little bit more about Old Elk as as it draws closer anyways. Um,
1: Do we want to talk about this past Wednesday or this coming Wednesday?
0: Let's talk about this coming Wednesday. Okay, I think that's important because talk about blending. Right. Oh, right. We're talking about blending. We're talking about, you know, the art of the blend and stuff like that. Um, Compass Box is uh, John Glazier and the team there is probably at the top of uh, top of that list. Never heard of never heard of those guys, huh? so this Wednesday coming up is um, we're gonna be doing compass box um the hedonism is going to be going away, so it's gonna be fun. We're gonna to get to try that. We're gonna go through that with uh Same. Mark Nicolette
1: so, did you just say hedonism's going away hedonism
0: is going away uh, as um, as part of the core lineup
1: I did get that email I am I am, yeah I am kidding around a little bit. I am a huge compass box fan yeah, I did get their email saying that it was being discontinued. One of the uh, distilleries that it is Port Dundas yep. Thus, Portadas is gone.
0: Dundas is gone. Is gone. They're gonna have a hard time. They are gonna come up with it like a um a Hedonism, like uh a yearly release, but it won't be the Hedonism that we're used to in the core lineup. Yeah. So, um this would be a really good one to go to because we're gonna have Hedonism, which is going away. We're gonna have the Glasgow Blend, which is the one that we did. Um, Here. which is the um uh, aged extra, which we're gonna try right now. Um, is gonna be there. Um, we're going to be talking about all the stuff that's coming out of Compass Box this year. So it's going to be a fun, fun one. Mark's coming up. We always have a good time with Compass Box. Might be a couple little surprises in there because you never know. Um, we have it, so many fans in here. To bring it full circle, you did a blend with Compass Box it as is. well. And that'll be coming out in March, right? Oh. That's going to be coming out in March. So uh. yeah. So this is the Glasgow blend uh, for Ray. Ray, this is going to have a little, this has a slight touch of peat in it. Which comes from the, the but try this. Egg. And the thing about the peat in this one, this is the Glasgow Ben. This is Pete and Sherry's dinner party. Is this is the name of this barrel that we did? Um, the the peat, as I like to say, is like salt on steak. Sure, it's not the it's not the the main it's not the main uh, course, but it's an ingredient in it. Yeah. So see what you think.
1: And just to, mm. to round that, out. so this this was put back in all the roast with Sherry barrel for eleven more months. So yeah, you get the sweet, the smoke, and all of that. But I guess that's all we have. That's for it. Us. We all got time.
0: We're out of time today. Randall, you solemn
1: missed up get better, buddy. Thanks everybody to listen to It's the Liquor Talking here on WCRN Radio AM eight thirty. That's, that's outstanding yeah. too. Thank you.
2: Excellent. Excellent. Thanks,
1: guys.
0: All right. Let's say good uh goodbye to the people on Facebook. And if you hope you're listening to our podcast. Thank Thanks you. Thanks everyone. I'll start off Facebook.